Sam Gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Welcome to MeatCast uh, with Nick and Kyle. My name's Nick. I'm here as always with Kyle. Kyle, uh, let's just... Well, first of all, how's it going? Oh, thank you for asking before just rolling right over me. I'm doing great, Nick. Thank you. How are and you? I was, well, oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> but I was uh, trying to roll right over you because we have a big, important guest today. We have the uh, cartoonist of Heathcliff. Uh, he, uh, it, he, it's, it's Peter Gallagher. Peter, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. It's, it's an honor to be here. And so of it's, course, it's, anytime. It, and it's uh, it's kind of a big, it's, it's sort of a coincidence because this is the 50th anniversary of Heathcliff. This is the 50th episode of the MeatCast. And it's also our year, our one year anniversary. We started October 31st of 2022. So uh, I, we're, we're just uh, thrilled that uh, you would join us for, for a milestone of our own. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, f- congratulations, 50 episodes. That's a uh, it's, it's a good milestone. It's no fifty years, but <laughs> no. you know we're 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 proud of it. Well, maybe one day we'll get to the fifty years of the meat cast. And we were talking earlier, Peter. You you've been doing Heathcliff longer than anybody else. You've been drawing Heathcliff uh, longer than than uh, your uncles did. I think that's true. Yeah, which is really kind of blows my mind because it, even when I was a kid, it felt like Heathcliff was around forever. You know, so. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty uh, surprising. Um, well, we had a couple of questions. I, I, I asked some Discord servers I'm in where people talk about Heathcliff. I asked if anybody have any Heathcliff questions. <laughs> we got um, some, some questions from the real the the real nerds for you. If you're if you're okay with this, of course. I think we we're the real nerds. No, Cal, we're different. Yeah. We're we're different. <laughs> Um, well, so do you, do you, uh, you, you know, Forrest Lassman, right? Uh, uh, Peter, of course. Yeah. yeah, Definitely frequent tweeter. Uh, he asked, uh, what, what is your favorite Heathcliff comic of the last year or so? Do you have one that, uh, that you've, you've really enjoyed? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, you know, I think this year is when Jimmy came into the, uh, into the action, uh, for the first time. Uh, I think probably, one of the Jimmy ones I liked was when um, he had the influencer. He was sitting at the table and said influencer, but there's no <laughs> I kind of like that one. That's a great one. And Kyle and I, of course, are big fans of the Summer Mummy. Yes. Um, somebody, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Peter, but somebody tweeted us at us yesterday a picture of themselves. They, they dressed as the Summer Mummy for Halloween. I did. I saw it. It was great. Uh, and you know, it's funny because a good friend of mine, uh, Rob Monk, he's a really funny guy and stuff. And I talk to him about Heathcliff all the time. And uh, it was his idea coming up with the summer mummy. And I was like, he's like "What do you think of this idea?" I'm like, yeah, do it definitely. And I did. It. I just sent him the picture of the summer mummy. So uh, he's totally psyched. He didn't. He didn't really know how I was going to draw it and everything, but. Uh, I think the summer mummy seems like it's it's uh, people like it. I think it's a hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a hundred percent approval rating on this podcast. And uh, we retweeted that if you want to see if anybody wants to see the Jay dressed up as the summer mummy. 
that that brings up a, another question. Uh, d- uh, the Drop King, a, a uh, podcast producer in his own right, he asked, uh, "Have there have there been any any impressive Heathcliff costumes you've seen over the years? Have you, has anybody sh- tweeted them to you, or, or, or have you seen anybody just out in the wild?" Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the uh, you know the summer mummy one was really cool. There was a there was another one that I saw on Twitter today, I think, and it was a woman, and she's kind of in a I think it's a Heathcliff costume, but she has this like army helmet on that is I don't know it has P H and then some letter I don't recognize. So I, <laughs> I think uh, it's an I think it's an O. I think she's wearing a fa helmet. Oh, like is a, that right? Like oh. That, this, yeah. <laughs> that she also tweeted us with that with that one. Uh, vivisected on Twitter. She she also tweeted us a very funny. Uh, do you remember when she tweeted us a, a, a comic, uh, Kyle? Uh, about like sometimes a helmet is just a helmet. Uh, oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, well, it's very good, very good. Yeah. So I, I think I was looking at the one because she took one in a mirror or or did, and it was back. Oh yeah. So I was like, I don't know if that's the language, different language or uh, that makes sense. Thank you for clearing it up. Uh, I would say, let me see. Um, there was a guy that posted a picture when the pandemic was going on, and one of the things we had on the Heathcliff shop was a Heathcliff mask, and it just had. You know, it was just a mask for wearing out, like when everyone was wearing masks, and it, it had the Heathcliff nose and smile on it. And it was a guy who took a picture of himself wearing that, and he was wearing all orange, and I think he had a ham helmet on too. And that was pretty- <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a Halloween guy, Peter? Do you do you dress up for Halloween? Do you do you uh, or have you ever? Oh yeah, when I was you know when I was younger, I did. Uh, I remember um, you know, and then. It's funny, I was just talking to somebody, I think it's like, at least around when I was growing up, like when you got to be about in eighth grade, that was kind of the last hurrah for trick-or-treating, you know, 13. And then and then for boys, you really didn't dress up too much until you got to college, then you would dress up yeah. again. And I remember going to a, 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 Chris, a Halloween party one time and everyone was dressed up. And I, I was like, eh, I didn't really feel like dressing up. But what I did was I had this book about it was a book Joe Namath wrote in the late 60s. And the title of the book is, I can't wait till tomorrow because I get better looking every day. And it was a <laughs> great picture of Joe Namath from uh, from like the, when he had sideburns and everything. So I just made a photocopy of that, cut out eye slits and stuck it on a stick. And I went to the party in my regular clothes and people were giving me a hard time. They're like, oh, you didn't dress up? And I just held up the stick in front of my face and through the eye slits, they were all like, "Oh, okay, oh, great costume." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love a, I love a costume that's uh, that doesn't feel like you're you don't have to feel uncomfortable like you're wearing like you don't have to feel like yeah. you're wearing a, 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 a costume like uh, I just wore a, a Spurs jersey, a, a Manu Ginobili jersey to a party I went to over over the weekend. And, and yeah, I was, was going to say you, you were you were extremely cozy uh, <laughs> at that Halloween party. Well, Kyle, we should do an update because there was some controversy last week. Uh, <laughs> you, you discussed your plans to go to this Halloween party as Dennis Nedry from yes, Jurassic Park. From Jurassic Park. I informed you that the previous weekend I had been to a Halloween party uh, with uh, um, with another person wearing the the uh, a Dennis Nedry costume. Yes. How did that work out? It worked out okay. Uh, you know, the Austin comedy community is small. Uh, 
and uh, lots of overlap in the attendees of these two parties, but uh, this particular person did not show up at this party, so I was the only Dennis Nedry. I did, however, get several people coming up to me saying, you know, uh, so-and-so wore a Dennis Nedry (laughs) costume uh, last week, but yours was way better. So, oh wow, they said oh, yours. I, I don't know. I, don't I thought mean to, he, you know, I don't mean to brag, but people were people were telling me that, you know. Okay, I thought he had a pretty good costume, Colt. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, okay, tell you one more question before we move on to this week in Heathcliff. Is that's all right, Peter? Yeah, sure. Uh, Bethlehem asked, uh, is Jimmy cool? Do you think <laughs> Jimmy is cool? It's a good question. I think, uh, I know Heathcliff thinks Jimmy's cool, so I think that makes him cool. I would say yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, because he doesn't seem to care like that. that he, that's what I was going to say. Is that to me, Jimmy's even cooler than Heathcliff because he he's totally you know not affected by anything around him, which is the coolest thing you could be. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get into this week in Heathcliff, and we'll play the theme song. This week on Heathcliff. Okay, so uh, we're still on Halloween week here. It's October 27th, Friday, and we have a basset hound walking down the sidewalk with a pump, with a jack-o'-lantern on its head, and uh, Iggy and Heathcliff are sticking their heads out the window, and he's saying, it's the headless basset hound. So it, uh, have you drawn basset hounds before? Is this, is this something that, uh, that we've seen in the past? I don't remember. I have. I think I even, not sure, but I may have done something where I had basset hounds flying, like with their ears, like Dumbo, something like that. Reminds me of something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I was trying to with this one. I think I had done one years ago where I had the headless husky with the H. <laughs> this I wanted to basset. I just love. I love basset hounds and certain certain breeds of dogs are funny. I think like pugs. I love chihuahuas, yes. basset hounds too. They're definitely falling to that category. When are we yeah. going to see a, a a wiener dog? And, and make it <laughs> an appearance. The people want to know. Yeah, I, I've done, I have done ones with those, and and I, I remember, okay. I think I had Heathcliff skateboarding. He had a skateboarding helmet on, and was skate like was supposed to be skateboarding down the street, but he was riding a, a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I love the headless basset hound. I do, you know, headless husky's great because, as you said, the repeating H sound is, you know, that's tough to beat. But I do like something about not having the re- repeated H sound of this. <laughs> you have hound, but headless basset hound is really good. Um, um, I, I I helped carve a jack lantern yesterday, and we cut the hole instead of cutting out the hole in the top. We cut it out in the back. Have you guys heard of this? Is this the way we're doing it now? <laughs> I didn't get the memo that we're, we're changing the way. No, I I was going to say I was uh, pumpkin carving with someone recently as well, uh, and they carved the hole in the bottom. In the bottom? Which seemed insane to me. I You know, that doesn't seem like that would work at all. And it I think it didn't. I think structurally it was like very unsettling. <laughs> Well, I guess then you can just put the can- put it right over the candle. Yeah, true, true. But then huh. you you know you're trying to scoop the guts out. You don't have a solid base to yeah. operate on. You got it's rolling around. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You could also what, wear, it. You could wear it if you uh, cut the hole. That's in the true. Car. That is true. Yeah, that is true. 
Uh, that what, thought you occurred to me as I was carving a pumpkin, but I, I was like, this is too gross. I'm not putting this <laughs> what, in my head. What'd you carve, Kyle? What, what, well, what it was an utter failure. I tried to carve a Frankenstein face uh, oh. onto the pumpkin, and I, got, I, I haven't carved a pumpkin since I was probably in elementary school. And I got to work on this thing, and within, you know, five minutes, it's torn to shreds. It's a total disaster. Did you use like a stencil kind of thing? Uh, no, I freehanded it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a printer? You know, <laughs> like I, it was very kind of uh, did not do my prep work uh, <laughs> prior to this. Well, P- uh, Peter, speaking of animals, I, I there were some requests for you to bring back the pet narwhal, Heathcliff's pet narwhal, and also. The yak or the muskox for the holidays. Do you think? Do, do, do you see those coming back anytime soon? Oh yeah, definitely. I, it was funny. I was the other day. I was trying to do a drawing. Uh, I want to try to do a drawing where I have every everyone in the Heathcliff universe in it. And I was trying, and, and just when I was drawing it, I, you know, not remembering all of them, but I did have the narwhal in there. You know, uh, so uh, I'll definitely. Uh, that's a good. I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make a note of that narwhal. Musk ox, and what was the other one? Uh, the yak or musk ox. I think oh, yeah. a lot of people are still not sure what the difference is between the yak and the musk ox. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I actually looked it up because I like doing the musk ox, and a yak has like bigger horns. It's it's mm. big and shaggy like that, but it has really big horns. The musk ox has these weird little horns, and they slam into each other. They're you know they have like this weird skull with this these horns i don't know it's, it looks like a skull plate like almost like a helmet kind of ah. yeah <laughs> no wonder you love it so much <laughs> all right so we got october 28th here we got heathcliff walking down uh the road uh so it looks like a trail in a park and he's wearing a a a pumpkin around his waist around his uh his torso i guess and he's got a little the top of the pumpkin uh, is uh, on his head. So he cut this pumpkin he in all did, kinds of places. Yeah, he he did. Both he made a the lot top, of holes. The bottom, the sides, all over the place. The back for the tail. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he he he, he hit all the bases. Uh, some squirrel. There are three squirrels on the tree, and they're throwing acorns at, at Heathcliff. <laughs> and Charlie Brown and Linus are in the background, leaning on a fence, and Linus is saying, "The not so great pumpkin." Man, poor Heathcliff. He's really getting it from all <laughs> angles on this one, huh? Yeah. Well, what was the what was the inspiration here, uh, Peter? Can you say? I mean, obviously the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, but uh, yeah. What, why? Why are they? Why are the? Why do the? Why do the squirrels hate this costume? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that the squirrels, just in general, you know, Heathcliff is kind of known to harass all kinds of creatures, and they're trying to exact some revenge, but he's, he's aware of it. So he's uh, wearing the pumpkin, but I also, I, Oh, it's like a shield. Oh yeah. It's, it's like, like armor. It's armor. Like armor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He knows that's why it's not, he's not just wearing it for uh, fashion. Oh, okay. So he might be wearing this every time he goes to the park. This may not be even be a Halloween theme. He, he, he yeah. may, he might be, it might be March and he's strolling through the park with his pumpkin armor on. Yeah. I, I'll give you guys a little inside, uh, Inside baseball, too. Um, this is actually a repeat. Uh, 
Drop oh, that meat. Right. Drop that meat cast yeah. exclusive drop. Meat cast, cast, cast. You heard it here first. Exclusive. The uh, uh, because what happened was, I was I come up with my first idea for the week, and it wasn't it wasn't Halloween related. And then as I was doing it, I was doing all Halloween ones, and I got to the end, and I was like. I can't run a non-Halloween one in the middle of <laughs> So I asked my editor at Creator Syndicate, I was like, can we put this this one in? And this is on a sat it was on Saturday. And she's like, Yeah, of course. And um, so I I was like, Oh, I gotta pick a Halloween one. And I, I like this one. I, th- I thought this uh, yeah, a few years ago. Ten years ago. Did you uh did you, you you must be a Peanuts fan, I guess, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, no offense. I think Peanuts is maybe my favorite comic strip of all time. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the king of the it's the king of the mountain. Sure. Yeah. Wow, Nick. <laughs> Bold I'm to sorry. say directly to Peter. <laughs> You're my favorite living cartoonist. <laughs> we can oh, say that. Uh, but uh, yeah, Linus. And, I, I I haven't watched the special in a long time, but I, I remember growing up loving the "It's a Great Pumpkin" Charlie Brown special as well. Um, the, people are always whenever they whenever you put these other cartoon character or other comic strip characters in comics, people always ask, "How is that legal? <laughs> How are you able to do that? Is it something that you has ever concerned you? Has anybody ever been upset about it, or is it just sort of like a cartoonist code? Like you can do, you're allowed to do this?" Yeah, I I think that um, I've never had anyone say anything except positive things. Like for example, yeah. honestly, when I did. Um, I, when I've put Garfield in a bunch of times, Jim Davis like immediately contacted me and was like, I want that. Can we swap? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. So, uh, but for the most part, like the way that I feel, cause there, there've been like mother goose and Grimm by Mike Peters. He he's used Heathcliff in his, in his comic a few times. Oh, wow. Okay. And I consider it an honor. Like, uh, and also, uh, Marmaduke too has done it, but they've mentioned Heathcliff. Um, I think it's great. And I, my, my rule of thumb is just don't do anything horrible to their characters. Like as long as you're <laughs> paying homage to them, then, uh, you know, uh, hopefully that, that they'll like it, but I've done it a lot. I've done it with a lot of characters for sure. Oh yeah. Now, yeah. We've seen a bunch of them. Now, what if we were to start our own comic using Heathcliff characters and just sort of monetizing it ourselves and really <laughs> cutting you in on that? Would that be a problem or would the, would oh, the it's, that, that'd be totally fine no I'm <laughs> but, yeah it'd be called like david the dog or something but but the star of the comic strip will be heathcliff <laughs> say david the dog yeah I think it really- well as you can tell we are already w- on a roll with the cre- the creative juices are flowing on this new comic strip <laughs> All right, should we move on to the next strip? Okay, should we look at this Sunday strip here? I think let's look at the Sunday. So it's it's a bunch of uh of of horror characters uh sort of walking down the sidewalk. You got like a, a Dracula, a witch, Frankenstein, a wolfman, a clown, ghosts, a skeleton, a blob, mummy, uh a, a jack-o'-lantern, the, the devil. Someone suggested this was the, the fall devil. I don't think it was the fall yeah, devil. Yeah, I wanted to ask if perhaps you were influenced by uh, our original creation, The Fault. Yeah, Devil. I don't know if you heard this episode, Peter, but we suggested <laughs> a sort of inspired by the summer mummy, there should be a fall, uh, a fall monster as well. And the fall devil just sort of made sense. <laughs> I, believe it or not, this was influenced by the fall devil. I heard that. Hey! Oh, wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like looking for, I'm thinking of all the monsters that I need. I was running towards the end and I'm like, oh yeah, the devil, the fall devil. <laughs> Maybe I, I gave him a pitchfork. Maybe you should have a rake or something. You should have a rake. That That's the one difference. That was the pitch. Right? That was, our that pitch, was yeah. the pitch is that he, the fall devil would have a rake and perhaps a, <laughs> some sort of sweater vest on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, they're all walking away from Heathcliff's house and uh, there are a couple of birds owls I think on the on the fence and they're saying you should see his weird you should see his weird friends <laughs> <laughs> great retake Nick <laughs> yeah, <I had> to <laughs> gotta, gotta get the accent correct myself who would the weird friends be uh, the, the man-eating giant maybe would be one of the, his weird friends yeah gotta be meat cowboy would maybe be one of the weird friends <laughs> What do you guys think of the meat cowboy? Oh, we love the meat cowboy. Oh, we love the meat cowboy. Yeah, that's another one that we that was a big hit with us. Peter, I don't know if you've been listening to the ends of the shows, but at the end of the shows, sometimes we we've been casting uh, a live action Heathcliff movie, uh, sort of uh, just thinking of actors that would play. If there ever were a live action Heathcliff movie, who would play various characters? And we had Tim Blake Nelson as the meat cowboy. I don't know if, I don't you've, know if you're if you're familiar, familiar with, with Tim Blake work. Nelson. I don't he know was in that a, much. Go ahead. Oh, brother, uh, where art thou? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I do. I have listened to you casting it. I love all the, the casting choices that you've made. I think that yeah, keep it up, keep up the good work. But yeah, okay, good. I, I, that guy would be great. This would be <laughs> yeah. If you, you have, have any, any alternate pitches, we would we would love to hear if you had some other opinions on uh, actors that that might be good in a live action Heathcliff I, or I, any. Uh, no, you guys, I, I, I leave it in your capable hands. I think you guys are doing an awesome <laughs> job with it. I think it's great. All right, wait, hey, real quick, let's maybe, can we cast uh, uh, Grandpa Nutmeg? Who do you think would make a good Grandpa Nutmeg? Oh, have we not cast Grandpa Nutmeg? No, yet? no. I, I wrote down wow. who everyone would cast for. We don't have a Grandpa Nutmeg. Oh, man. Okay. Let's think about this. All right, so we need an older actor. Is uh, need- the guy from Cocoon still alive? Wilford Brimley? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think he has okay. uh, passed, or if not, he's almost certainly retired. <laughs> um, hmm, interesting. Okay, older actor, someone with, they gotta have a little warmth to them, right? They have to be, uh, you know, because you could think, you think oh. like visually, Larry David's got like the, the bald and then the side How would side be good, hair. Larry David, actually? It could be fun, could be fun, but I, I he lacks that warmth that I, you know who, that I who feel would like be, Grandpa Nutmeg needs. No, he he would kind of make it his own thing. It would basically be, be a Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, movie at that point. Exactly. But what about... Yeah, he would take it over. He's he's kind of... He's he's up there and he is retired, I think, but Gene Hackman would be fantastic. Oh, Gene Hackman would be a, such a good Grandpa Nutmeg. <laughs> yeah, he's like living in like Santa Fe, riding around on a recumbent bicycle all day. He's He's not... We'd have to really the offer would have to be really high up there to get him out of retirement. Uh, I'd say let's do it though. Let's just get, let's get I think Gene it's Hackman worth it. Sure. I think the money's worth it. I mean, you gotta get if you got the opportunity to get Hackman, you gotta get Hackman. Are you okay? we gotta st- well we we gotta start rolling on this thing. <laughs> I'm all, Are you I'm okay all with that. Yeah, that's that's okay. a great choice. Yeah. All right, lock it in. Hackman's in. Cause he's also got the the grumpy streak too that I think uh I think uh, uh, Grandpa Nutmeg has a little bit. Yeah, he'd be perfect. All right. 
Let's move on to the next one. Okay. So Heathcliff, uh, this is uh, October 30th. Heathcliff and and a vampire are sitting on overturned trash cans and uh, eating bones. Heathcliff's got the fish skeleton. Uh, there's a couple bats in the background. And uh, the vampire is saying, some blood would go great with this. Oh, great read, Nick. Oh, thank really you. good, really good Dracula. Outstanding. <laughs> you know what I watched for the first time recently? Uh, I went to the theater and I saw Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, it's a good one. And I, I had never seen it before. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. And, and it's a great, it's the last time Bela Lugosi ever played Dracula. Yeah, because Dracula's in it too. And the Wolfman, right? The Yeah, Chaney Dracula's Wolfman. in it. The Wolfman's in it. There's even a little like avenger style tease at the end where the invisible man shows up i mean they they, they, they went really, all out for it and they undersold it with that title like, they really did yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like a failure of marketing to be like yeah the frankenstein's gonna be in this it's like no they're all in it everybody's in it it's great are you uh, did you uh ever watch Abbott costello uh movies or or shorts growing up peter that I did. Uh, that and you guys bringing that up. That I, I'm glad you saw it, Kyle. That's a great movie. That's like one of my favorite like horror movies. Like when I was a kid, I loved that. Mm-hmm. We used to like go to my grandmother's house on Sunday. My parents would like drop us off to get a break from parenting. I think, and we would just watch all these really old shows like Abbott and Costello. We'd watch the Bowery Boys, stuff like that. But uh, I, I watched like Abbott and Costello every every Sunday when I was a kid, little kid. Okay. Yeah, I missed out on it when I was a kid because my dad was more of a Three Stooges guy growing up. He's uh, I was going to ask about you know, that. Yeah. Not as not as refined <laughs> as, cultured, as, uh, yeah. <laughs> as an Abbott and Costello fan would be. Um, so I, you know, I came to love it later. But yeah, the 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 um, the the reactions, the the classic Costello like. <laughs> kind of stuff is just like <laughs> i can't get enough of it it's funny every time three stooges are funny too though three stooges are very funny of course i no no shade the, the three stooges they're hitting each other <laughs> great sound effects in the three stooges you couldn't beat their sound effects yes do you absolutely. ever do you sometimes wish you could uh put include sound effects in these comic strips peter oh definitely no i mean really maybe that's the that's going to happen in the future you know, but I, th- I think it would be great to be able to do that. And, you know, it's fun to write the sound effects and try to capture oh, yeah. it in words. Mm. But uh, but to have, have actual sound effects would be awesome. I mean, I guess there's nothing stopping you from doing it now. Like, well, I mean, except I, I'm sure there's these, the, the, the website you that you post these on doesn't support it. But, I, you know, the most people read Heathcliff on the web. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll be. I. I. Uh, I have this girl who works with me, and she's been doing some animations and stuff. So I'm really excited about kind of maybe starting to throw those out there a little bit. Oh, so you've been yeah. working on he- animated Heathcliff stuff? Just yeah, just like little quick animations. You know, just like uh, there's. There, I have a few that have been done already. Uh, there's really a really good one. The, the animation is very simple, but there's one I had. It was a gag where Heathcliff was DJing. And all these cats were dancing around on the back fence, and uh, I didn't do it. This guy did it for me. But uh, oh yeah, it's really cool. I'll have to post it uh, and have you guys check it out. Yeah, cool, that'd yeah. Be great. Maybe um, any, when when is Heathcliff going to return to TV? Do you think that's ever going to happen? I'm. I fingers crossed. I'm working on some stuff that uh, hopefully okay. 
I, I that is something that would really excite me. The idea of doing yeah. a a series, a TV series, and having um, introducing like the whole Heathcliff universe. Then yeah, now into it, I think would be great. Have you have you written any uh, like pilots or, or anything like uh, any any shorts for for a potential Heathcliff yes. TV show? Just, yeah. I just did uh, one just recently, wow. like the last couple of weeks. Got kind of working with this guy, and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, I, it's pretty funny. Jimmy's in it. Uh, it's got a lot, <laughs> oh, of, yeah. a lot of the characters in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, Nick and I are both available as voiceover uh, performers. So I was going to say, as, as a writer. If you, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Nick's probably he, Nick, Nick is an excellent writer. So, yeah. Oh. Get Nick in that writing, writing room. <laughs> you guys are experts in the field, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, if nothing else, we'll, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be there for resources to, <laughs> you know, answer well, questions about. If nothing else, we'll, we'll watch characters. it. <laughs> yeah truly if nothing else <laughs> we right. will at the very least watch it <laughs> let's move on to uh halloween day itself uh so heathcliff and jimmy and uh a sl- the slug are walking down the sidewalk uh on halloween day jimmy is dressed as a uh a cowboy heathcliff's dressed uh i think as like a like a davy crockett type or I, I'm not sure. And uh, then uh, we have, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get Peter to clarify that in a second. But uh, in the background, Iggy is dressed as a football player and his friend is dressed as a vampire. And uh, they're saying, Iggy, Iggy is saying, I think the slug is supposed to be silver. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Heathcliff must be like Tonto from Mountain Ranger. Right, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, this is great. Um, the, <laughs> Jimmy in the mask is really good. Um, I think it might be time for a little Kyle's punch up corner. Nick, if you want to drop that, drop that theme in here. Punch it up. Kyle's corner. Punch it up. (laughs) Part of, part of the joy is the, is the, uh, what feels like 30 minute long theme song. <laughs> That's part of the appeal of Kyle's punch up quarter. Um, no, this is great. I, you know, I'm always so hesitant to to punch up, but I I wasn't in, so inspired by this when I thought there's a couple of different directions you can go with this. And of course, Nick, as always, feel free to you know add on to these. Um, but I thought the obvious, and I'm sure you've you considered this before uh, publishing. But who was that masked frog? You know, is 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 the first thing that I thought. We well, I feel I feel like there have been a few Heathcliff comic strips with the caption "Who is that masked blank?" So I'm, I'm certain sure. that's true. I'm certain that's true. But this must be the first one with Jimmy, right? Mm. Yeah, it is. So you know, I feel like the frog opportunity is is is, is masked frog presents itself as yeah. an opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm wondering, is yep. this like is this a new friend group? Uh, the slug. Jimmy and Heathcliff are they are they uh, are they tight? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, I I've been doing a lately coming in the coming weeks. I've I've really been uh, doing a slug heavy rotation. A lot of slug <laughs> action going on. Slug is in the air. Yeah. Um, some there's something about slug 
<laughs> and we had the blob make a few appearances. The blob is kind of a, a giant slug without the uh, without the antenna. True. Yeah, at least in terms of appearance. <laughs> I just I like. I think in the past one time when I did one of those uh, the uh, where I had Heathcliff as the Lone Ranger or something like that, like that mask. Who was that masked cat or something? Mm-hmm. I just loved your guys' take on it, where you're like. He's really referencing uh, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> and even people online have been saying the same thing. Does anybody know the Lone Ranger anymore? <laughs> and, and here we just here we just spent several minutes talking about an Abbott and Costello movie. So we are we are hypocrites if nothing else. If nothing else, um, I also thought. That? Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Oh no, please. Well, I was going to ask uh, if any of you guys, if either of you guys, got any trick or treaters last night. If you saw any cool costumes, I didn't. I, you know, I've been apartment living um, for a while, and I never get any any trick or treaters uh, at any of my apartment complexes. What about you, Peter? Yeah, we we got we got trick or treaters. A lot of really young ones. So, like, well, I saw a, a kid in a uh, Paw Patrol, one of the Paw Patrol uh, dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but to tell you the truth, Kyle, like when I when I was a kid in prime trick or treating age, you know, we'd go to houses, but going to apartments was like a must because it was like mm-hmm. you hit tons of doors in a very short amount of time. It was like a bonanza. Yeah, I would <laughs> think that that people would want to do it, but it's it's never it's never happened, you know. And uh I don't know, maybe that's a maybe it's a big big city thing, I don't know, but uh um yeah well would you have been prepared no i would not have (laughs) that's the thing is that like you know if somebody did it i'd be like oh great and then i would be ready for next year but the first time somebody does it i'm not going i'm not buying a bunch of candy (laughs) what would i have given if i i get i I think maybe i have a couple of protein bars that i could get (laughs) yeah i don't even know i don't even know what i would have like scrambled to uh, give Scramble them, some like, eggs, a, maybe. Like, <laughs> I give them an extra USB C cable I've got laying around or something. <laughs> right. um, so we got November first. Yes, and this is a oh, the slug is back, uh, and he's on the sidewalk and he's yawning, and Amanda and his dog are both yawning on the sidewalk. Heathcliff's yawning on the porch or on the stoop. And uh, Iggy's in the background yawning, and uh, or in the in the in the window yawning, and Heathcliff has is saying yawn and a, a very big yawn, uh, and uh, oh, and also there are two birds in the tree. I think one of them is yawning, and the other one is saying mm-hmm. they say yawning is contagious. Now I yep. do want to uh, say if you are listening to this podcast episode right now and you do find yourself yawning, please let us know if you yawned. During this segment, uh, at Heathcliff Recap and Heathcliff Recap at gmail.com. Nick is yawning like uh, an mf right now. <laughs> Nick is really. <laughs> it always it, it always gets me. At, you, dude, Nick is an, a very empathetic person. Is that is that what they say? If you're empathetic, you yawn when people talk about it? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I assume that's part of it. I'm, oh. I'm a psychopath, so it doesn't affect me. <laughs> I, I, did, I did see a lot of people online commented that they yawned when they read it. it, it I did actually, yeah. I, I, when, I, I, when I read it for the first time, it, I, it got me. Nick is, Nick is still yawning. 
It's almost like performance art somehow, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a multi-sensory experience. Uh, I love it. Um, so the, I, I, I think I, I feel like I read at one point that nobody knows why people yawn. Is that, do you, do you guys know if that's accurate? <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd heard that too, that, that we don't really have an evolutionary reason for it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I get, I get sometimes. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the science. Nick's science corner. <laughs> you got to come up with a new theme. Oh no! <laughs> Put in science the like monster corner. mash bubbling sounds, and that'll be your science corner theme. <laughs> I always feel like I get yawns like stuck. Like I really feel the urge to yawn. Oh, yeah, that's. But I can't work one up for whatever reason. Maybe. <laughs> It's another yawn by Nick. Insert the dings every time Nick <laughs> yawns. <laughs> oh, okay, we, All right. we, we, well, we should move on to the next one before Nick. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, so this is from November first, uh, and we have Heathcliff has has dug a a hole in the backyard with a shovel, and he's throwing a a, a ham into the the hole. And in the background, the entire Nutmeg family is there, uh, Grandpa, Grandma, and Iggy. And Iggy is saying, we've been reading Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> so Heathcliff's <laughs> hoping this will make a a a, a, a ham tree. A, ham, a, a hamstalk. A hamstalk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ambitious on Heathcliff's part, I think, but I hope it works out for him. I'm still yawning. <laughs> still yawning. We've moved past the yawn comic, but he can't help himself. Now it's get just boredom. Somebody, somebody get this guy just, a nap. Yeah, now it's just boredom. Um, okay. Um, okay. I mean, not much to say about it. It's a, it's a funny, I, a funny idea. He was helping. I also like. Uh, how often? How many times? Like, are they just reading Jack the Beanstalk over and over again? Or is I feel like Jack the Beanstalk is like, in my it's memory, it's short. a paragraph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've been reading. <laughs> They're doing one sentence at a time. One one sentence every night. You know. Oh, uh, maybe you keep maybe, build the suspense. And maybe he hasn't gotten to the ending yet. Because if he had gotten the ending, maybe he'd be a little worried. Because uh, that's that, true. <laughs> I mean, that's I guess true. Maybe the man-eating giant would be up there. That's what he. That's what happens, right? He finds a giant up in a. Yeah, that's right. Fee fi fo fum and all that. Where is right? the where is the giant in the clouds, or is he just living at the top of the beanstalk? That's a great question. I th- I've always thought he's he's living in the clouds. Is that how you read it, Peter? Yeah, that's that's the way that I've uh, yeah I've always thought of it. Like the beanstalk is so high, it goes up in the clouds. And then there's like a castle on the clouds, kind of, I guess. That, the yeah, what about yeah. this isn't making sense for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, you the clouds cannot the support beans? the weight of a human. Name. Oh, here we go. I thought Science Corner was over. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess that's uh, that wraps up the, this week in Heathcliff. Yeah, um, should we should we get should we get our game master? Yeah, if if if, if he's available, let's let's get. So I, I don't know if you've heard, uh, Peter, but we have a game master on the show now. J- our friend JP, who's been coming up with some games uh, for people to play, and uh, 
he uh we we saw him over the weekend and we asked uh we, we told him that you were going to be on the show we asked if he had uh, anything that that he could bring for for you to play and he said he said yeah so uh hopefully he'll be signing on in a second cool. um his games are great by the way i think they're really good, <laughs> good. he'll be, oh, he'll be yeah. happy to hear that I, oh, uh, I, I just texted him. Okay, and I got another uh, listener question here from Ellie, if you don't mind, Peter, while we're yes. waiting. She she said, uh, okay, so uh, oh, this is kind of a, a bigger one, but uh, so it, more, it's specifically about uh, you taking over the comic strip. How, do you feel like you kind of made it more of your own at this point, or do you still feel like you're continuing the, the legacy that your uncles t- started, or, or uh, how, how do you feel about that? transition i I feel like uh both you know uh i love coming up with new things i think that uh there was a period of time like this year at one point where i was like really liking coming up with all this new stuff and everything and then i was like you know why don't i i I like to also kind of back off sometimes and just make it just sort of standard heathcliff keep the keep heathcliff's personality and everything in check like don't go too far off the rails, but, but I love doing what, so I try to, I like, I like the whole thing. I like the whole history of it. I, I, you know, it's funny because sometimes even like you you were talking about, like if I was writing something like uh, say an idea for a, a TV series or something and like people I know are like, Oh, well, what if they just want the old Heathcliff? And I'm like, I don't, I like all the, all the Heathcliff. So, you know, I, I think it's more fun what that's going on now, but, I, so I feel like I'm doing both, and I'm, I'm happy doing both. That that made me think. You, so you you said you've written some some kind of animated Heathcliff idea. Is Heathcliff talking in in, your, in what in this, or or is it is it gonna be a silent Heathcliff? That's a good question. I, I think every time I've ever met with anybody that talks about it, they say there's no way you can have him be silent and be the <laughs> star of a show. <laughs> uh, but it's weird when I first start because I just when I like writing. You're a writer, but like when I was tasked with coming up with an idea for writing i just drew it out like a comic book and i made like 30 pages of it and the thing that was shocking to me was after years and years my whole career of not having Heathcliff talk i made him so talky like he he felt like (laughs) blabbermouth i was like all right it is a little too much uh but uh so it may have to be pared down but uh it's really it's a weird thing when you're drawing a normal Heathcliff comic strip do you do you kind of hear Heathcliff talking in those, like, and you're just not writing it down, but or, but but you know what he's thinking or what he would be saying if he were talking, or is it has it never even like entered your mind? Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's like uh, he definitely has a kind of a like a reaction to things the same way. Yeah, there's a, there is kind of a voice in there, but I, I not like in words or something. I don't know. It's, it it yeah. is, but I definitely know how he would react to certain things. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we we have our game master here, J.P. Bremer. Sorry, I couldn't hear you for a bit, so I was working. Let's let's just move past that. Peter, nice to meet you. Nice to finally meet you, big <laughs> fan. Uh, I don't know if Kyle and Nick have explained, but I'm the game master here, so <laughs> I sort of come on and do a fun game that everybody enjoys. Uh, the fans love it. So <laughs> for today, I know the fans loved it, so we're bringing it back for round two. It's another edition of Gately versus Gallagher versus Nick <laughs> versus Kyle versus Peter, I guess. Versus, well, he's kind of already in it. Uh, he's, oh, right, that's true. Yeah. He was the Gallagher. Yeah. 
<laughs> different. Yeah, same guy. <laughs> um, so to refresh how this uh, game works, uh, basically I am going to describe a Heathcliff comic. Um, first round, I describe just the image. Second round, I describe the caption. Third round, <laughs> you can ask me one question about the image that might date the image itself. For example, I say Heathcliff's watching TV. You can ask me, is it a flat screen TV? And I have to say yes or no. Um, and is it, if and we if, lock in in the first round, we get three points. If we lock in the second round, we get two points. If we lock in the last round, we get one point. Nick, you're catching on. You're catching on. <laughs> yep, that's correct. And uh, so so uh, let me know when you want to lock in your answer. I won't reveal the answer till everyone's locked in. And then I'll uh, calculate the points, which might take about, with three players, it could take me up to five minutes in between rounds. <laughs> JP, I'll keep track of the points. I, I, got, I got a spreadsheet up. Already. Okay, thanks, Nick. I'm not good at that part. Um, so if you guys are ready to play... Uh, I am ready to play. I'm ready. All right. Ready. All right. Let's go ahead and kick it off then. Okay. So this comic, um, we have uh, sort of a, a, we find Heathcliff and uh, Grandpa Nutmeg and they're inside a museum. Um, And what they're looking at is the statue of what appears to be a pizza delivery boy. (laughs) <laughs> so that's right. okay this okay. is the description we're getting to start with okay yes this is round so we one have to, worth three points we have to answer whether this is a gallagher or a gadley correct or just let me know could be a nick or kyle i guess too <laughs> i think this i'm gonna go ahead and lock in uh for gately is it Gately or Gadley? Let's get this clear right away. We've, we've said it a few ways. Peter, can you clear this up for us? It's Gately. Gately. Okay. I, I had heard it pronounced Gately in a few places. All right. Gately. Okay, Nick, you're locking in Gately right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel hmm, like that pizza delivery boy. I haven't se- I don't know. I haven't seen him. I don't. That feels Gately to me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm also gonna say Gately. Are you okay. locking in? I'm locking in locking Gately in? right uh, right away. I'm, so, I'm confused. do I do I do it too? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, please. Are yes. You, I, I'm gonna. I'm locking in at Gallagher. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, let well, me just. I'll go through the next round. The uh, the caption is, "Where do you find these museums?" It's from <laughs> oh well, <laughs> August fourteenth, twenty seventeen. Yeah, okay. it's a Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> the caption. If we would have been, if we would have waited for the caption, that's a, that's a that's a Peter special for sure. That's Although what he, makes the game so good. Yeah, I, I when I've been looking back at the Gateleys, I am surprised how how the tone of those captions is not that different back then. Like I, I always associate mm. that with with your style, but I guess it's it's kind of the, just the Eclipse style. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that there's a uh, you know uh, th- th- some of those, and they're really kind of offbeat and funny yeah i i I mean that's where i kind of came from that's the school i came from for sure Sure. so i try to keep that in there you know well all right let's do another one jp yeah so that's uh three points for peter knowing his own work (laughs) not surprising but we'll see remembering the thing that he drew we'll see if things hold to form moving forward (laughs) okay next round here we go we have what looks like it's a 
Heathcliff's waiting at the vet's office. He's uh he's holding a big stinky fish in his mouth and he's <laughs> he's loving it. He's overjoyed. Next to him is a man speaking to him with a dog on his uh on his knees. And a uh, mm. and he's pulling well, I'll leave that for the question round. He's holding <laughs> something. Okay. okay right. Wow. So he's either holding something old fashioned or something modern. Very modern. So it could be he could be holding like a transistor radio, or uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. or maybe he's holding an iPad. <laughs> I'm thinking mm. this is the stinky fish makes me think of Gately again. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say I I'm I'm thinking Gately on this one as well. I'm, I promise, Peter, I'll guess you in a few of them but but i'm i'm sticking with gately yeah i'm gonna lock in with gately i i think i'm gonna agree with you guys i'm gonna lock in on gately for this one okay. so far none of us waiting for the caption round which is which is <laughs> none of us are asking the question. strategy and and uh, yeah no questions <laughs> <laughs> well this one the question you might figure it out by the caption um the caption is mind if i smoke uh, <laughs> sure. So the cigarette. gentleman is pulling a cigarette out of a cigarette box. <laughs> that is from uh, February third, nineteen seventy-eight. It's a gaily. You know, I miss the days when you could smoke at the vet. You know. <laughs> so, Peter, did you know for sure that this was not yours? Uh, I thought you know, like like Kyle said, the stinky, or did you say it, Nick? The stinky fish? Yeah. Yeah. The stinky Nick did. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the vet waiting in the, I've done, I have done them sitting in the waiting room of the vet's office, but that's an older thing that used to be much more common. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, if we had asked the questions too, you know, like putting a cigarette in a comic strip is a real, no, no, can't do that these days, but it was very common back then for sure. You know, everybody seemed to have a cigarette hanging out. <laughs> these days, it's better to put a joint in the in the comic strip than a. Oh, kids drink. these days! I tell you what, put some Molly in the comic strip. <laughs> Nobody would care. Put a cigarette in there. <laughs> Cigarettes, Peter. Do you still think it looks cool when someone smokes a cigarette? Uh. I, you know, maybe some people, I don't know. I, I do. You know what? I would say like one thing that doesn't look cool is one of those giant vape pens. I think it's like <laughs> yeah. The era of like the cool cigarette, the guy holding it, this humongous vape thing. Like that definitely does not look cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that doesn't look cool to me either, but I feel like it must be cool for young people, <laughs> for, for these, for these young people that are doing it everywhere. I don't know. To me, it's still, Look, I don't smoke. I I I abhor it. I think it's a filthy habit. But a guy in a leather jacket smoking a cigarette—that's cool. <laughs> we are going to be putting the Surgeon General's warning on this episode. JP, you're, sure. you're 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 uh, a young guy. Is, is smoking cigarettes cool? Is smoking <laughs> or is, is puffing on giant vape pens? Is that is that the cool way to go? <laughs> yeah. What's what's Looking cooler to you? Endorsement of smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a theme song for the uh, Surgeon General's warning? <laughs> Come up with a song for it, Nick. <laughs> Just put the, the actual warning to uh, a tune. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's really cool when the vape like looks like a lightsaber hilt. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite. 
<laughs> the more sci-fi, the more it looks like Doctor Who's sonic screwdriver, the more into it you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get the next round here. So what we have here, it's uh, a panel where we see Grandpa Nutmeg. She's uh, Grandma maybe Grandpa? sound asleep. This is Grandma in, in bed. Oh. Um, she is uh, not asleep. She's speaking, but her eyes are closed. We see Heathcliff lying next to her, not Grandpa Nutmeg. He's lying next to her in bed, um, dozing off. But at the window, in a ferocious storm outside, is Grandpa Nutmeg, um, staring into the room with fury in his eyes. <laughs> I'm going to guess Gallagher. I don't know. I can't imagine this happening. I, I, I haven't read a lot of the Gately comic strips, I guess, but this, to me, this feels like uh, something modern. I don't know. Yeah, it feels a little modern to me, too. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess Gallagher on this one. Um, I agree with you. I'm going to say it's a Gallagher. <laughs> God, we're all trying for the, for the big three-pointers, huh? <laughs> Yeah, what are you I guys, mean uh, Steph Curry, I, all three I'm of real, you. <laughs> you know, I'm pulling up from I'm pulling up from behind the line every time. Okay, well here we go. The caption says, "You shouldn't have put Heathcliff out. I hear him at the window." <laughs> Do you know what it is now? That's from April 11th, 1981. It's a Gately. Wow, that's a Gately. Folks. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a that's a. I feel like. That's a that's a, a premise heavy, you know, comic. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of things happening in that one. You know, um, it's very funny, but I think Peter, your yours tend to be a little bit more, you know, to the point, clear to the point. You know, were you shocked by that by that Peter that that wasn't yours? Yeah, I because I've done. I think. There was one that I did where it was similar. Grandma's asleep. He puts next to her in bed. And maybe I didn't have grandpa there or something. And like, she says something along the lines of like, thank you for putting the cat out dear," or something. And, and, <laughs> you know. well, that some uh, Ted Fielding was actually asking, um, are there, so a lot of those old Gately comic ships are collected in, in, in uh, books. Is there any plans to do a, a, a more modern Heathcliff uh, book? Uh, like yeah, I, I, I was speaking to somebody. I, I think we kind of talked about it, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to make it might just be one. The, the, the guy I was talking to, um, we were saying, uh, you know, he was like, let's just do one book, like maybe like 150 pages or something. But like the ones I pick out from, say, like the last 10 years, maybe and like the best of if I yeah. could figure something. I would love to have a collection book. I I have a a self-published one that I just kind of hand out to people and stuff. I'll send you guys a copy of it. Uh, <laughs> I just randomly picked a year and I picked 2019 and, uh, but it came out really good. It looks oh, good. Cool. I can show it. That's great. Yeah. It's like uh, every uh, comic from 2019. Uh, almost every one. Yeah. Wow. I think it came out to 138. It was just the dailies. Okay. And then, I, uh, this guy that I work with, uh, put together, uh, the, the uh, digital files to do a Sunday one too. So, oh, but nice. yeah, so, uh, but we'll see. I, it probably wouldn't be out for like um, another year or something okay. like that, maybe a little bit longer, but yeah, there is, there is a plan to do that and, and hopefully get more stuff out there. I, there's some cool, like there was just this deal that 
the hundreds. They're like a streetwear company. Oh yeah, we saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love all that stuff. That's so it's cool. Great. They did a they did a Heathcliff skateboard, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, um, there's a couple other those kind of things in the pipeline. But uh, just keep your eyes open. There could be some cool stuff more w- widely available to everybody in the, in the coming years. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right, JP. Maybe we just do one more. Yeah, one more sounds great. Well, what's the score right now? Uh, so far, it's uh, six to three to three. Uh, Peter has six. Mm. Okay, I think if Peter can keep his lead, this is the last one. If we get a tie, we might need a tiebreaker round. That's true. So we'll, we don't want to leave it on we'll tie. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, let's, uh, this round, we got uh, a magician. He's in what looks to be like a, a, a John Wilkes Booth style theater. Um <laughs> I say that just because there's like a there's like a balcony. That's what I mean. There's a balcony. Um, That's not what that means. Uh, he's a magician. He's got a sign next to him, and he's doing the classic pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Except instead of a rabbit, uh oh, it's Heathcliff, and he's uh, he's looking at him mad, and he's saying something. Well, I mean, this has got to be Gallagher. It's it's got to be it's Gallagher. The amazing I mean, Randy. Yeah. Beloved character, the amazing Randy. I'm locked. Yeah, we're all locking. We're all locking in in. in Gallagher on this one. All right. Well, you guys, you nailed it. The sign says (laughs) the amazing Randy. The caption reads, "What have you done with Kevin? It's a Gallagher." (laughs) Yeah, I think we covered this one on the show. I think we had this one on the. Is this a recent one? This is January twelfth, twenty sixteen. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, no, there's, I think there was some similar uh, Amazing Randy ones. We definitely we did like about. a deep dive on the Amazing Randy ones, so maybe we talked about it then. That's probably what I'm thinking of. I, we did do a, a yeah. I think it's, deep dive. maybe it's a super fan Brandy. Like, whenever I do a, a Amazing Randy and Kevin one, her comment is usually, oh, that's so Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's happening. <laughs> that's really good well, when it first started like I think it was the first one she said that <laughs> <laughs> Kevin hasn't established a behavior pattern yet, but he just seems like something Kevin would do well happy 50th anniversary Heathcliff and Peter and thanks for joining us um, yeah is, is there anything you want to to tell the, the, the readers uh, uh, I just wanted to say thank you for having me on. And also congratulations to you guys on 50 episodes and doing it for a year. Uh, it's really great. It's such a such an honor. I love listening to it all the time. And you guys do a terrific job. It's really great. And uh, also thank you for uh, pointing out the 50th anniversary of Heathcliff, which is cool. But uh, it's really great. I, I, I get such a kick out of listening to you guys every week. You do a terrific job. You're really funny. Oh, thanks, Peter. Shucks, thanks, and Peter. We get a, obviously, we get a kick out of the comic strip, too. So uh, we're, we're happy <laughs> you keep doing that. Uh, thanks, JP, the Game Master, for joining us. Yeah, thank you, JP. Yeah, thanks for having me. 50 years, 50 eps. Here's the 50 more of each. <laughs> here, here. Thanks, JP. All right, well, <laughs> until next time, that bothers me. <laughs>